Yo, I'm Shiko. I'm Nyam. And I'm Gadani. And welcome to OK Kiasi. Boo, welcome back. Hey, yo, we're on episode three. Episode three, we're talking personalities today. If you have not listened to the first two episodes, please do so. Because as much as we love <laughs> you catching us where we're at, yeah. um, for you to better understand us and our personalities, we refer a lot back to previous episodes. Mm-hmm. So sure. it just helps the thing, right? It helps right. the flow. It yeah. does. And in episode two, we talked about our relationship as siblings, how we relate to each other as a group, as individuals. And all of that, so it's gonna be a lit episode. You don't wanna miss it. That's true. And so let's start today's episode with our regular um, spin of the wheel. Oh, wait, before we do that, we haven't checked in with each other. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? Um, <clears throat> really, right now, I'm trying not to have a breakdown. Why? Because I'm just like, I'm not gonna be around your people. I mean, like, life is... I feel like... I was telling... I was talking to my earlier, and I was like, I feel like reality is catching up. And I, I feel don't like you whisper every time you talk, Gadani. I'm not whispering. You are. I'm being sensual. <laughs> <laughs> Lord! Okay. <laughs> let me let me not interrupt your sensuality. Go ahead. Go off. Listen. Okay, this is the only way I'm going to find my husband. Bumble is not working. Anyway, so... I was, saying, I was talking to my earlier, and I was just like... It feels like reality is catching up. You know that thing for now? We have to go back to being adults. Fuck that shit. But yeah, it feels like mm, reality is catching up and I don't want it to. I was. I, I wish I had. You know that movie? Is it called Click? Adam I Sandler. I wish I had a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie is also Click. Yeah, so I wish I could just that's, like that's rewind. That's my pay grade. Not pay grade. What is it called? Age, Age grade? group. Oh, it's before your time. Before my time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just wish I had that remote of his to rewind and just exist in this like one, like the last two weeks. Just exist there for the rest of my life. It won't work because like Oscar isn't here. If I could bring Oscar and then exist in in those two weeks, that's where I'd stay, you know? That's how I'm feeling. How y'all feeling? Um, I think we're kind of at the same place. Um. Yeah, it's getting sadder and sadder. The countdown is happening. Um, and by the way, Nairobi is not looking so great in terms of the weather. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's looking cold. Crap. And today I saw news that they're going to, it's going to be another month of that crap weather. Okay, so um, that's something I guess we have to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and you? Any different? Um, no, I think our feeling is pretty unanimous right now. Yeah. Anyway, spin. Well, let's spin the wheel and see where we land. <laughs> That's the first time I didn't do like a record spin, 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 spin me, yeah. So, it came back to On My Wall, which we've done before. Okay. So, how are you guys feeling about doing it again? Um, this was what we did for episode one. Um, so we can do that or we can spin again and hope we fall on something we haven't done before. Spin the wheel. Ha, let's spin again. Okay. 
We have a change. So we're going to um, do on repeat. On repeat. Yeah. If you want to understand what all of this is, the intro episode would be able to introduce you to the wheel and all of the different categories. But yeah. Right. So um, let's find out what everyone's got on replay. Um, Shiko, you want to start us off? Sure. Um, recently, I've been listening to a lot of Money Long um, I can't even point out a specific song that I've been listening to, but just everything that she puts out right now is touching my soul. Yeah. Like, I've just been seeing her, referencing her. You literally just sang, I wish I had a time machine. <laughs> I know, her vibes are just very R&B, and R&B has just kind of been my vibe recently too. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um... I don't know that I'm listening to one specific artist. Um, I think while we've been together, I've also been listening to a lot of like Money Long, um, Summer Walker, um, Caesar, uh, her. That's basically the vibe <laughs> at the moment. My playlists have been have been bumping. They have. Um, and everyone, you know, I've had this song by. Um, Kirk Franklin and uh, Maverick uh, Music. They're on tour now, but they have this uh, Kingdom song. Um, and I, I don't know, it just gives me such good vibes. First of all, can you just tell them how we I were supposed like, to go for this show? Like, that's what we wanted to Kirk do. played us, man. I know. He played us. Because literally when they were in Atlanta, we were in LA for the mm-hmm. wedding. Yeah. And then when they were in LA, we had, we come, had back. come back. So... <laughs> It was just a a wagwan. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Have we talked about that word? Okay. No. No. Okay. So let's give the background. Shiko says wagwan for everything. It can be like it was a nonsense, like it was a bad thing. If it was a good thing, if it was an exciting thing, you just have to use it in the context of what she's saying. Sorry for the cultural appropriation. (laughs) No, but you know what happened is... um, Mom has had this um, gardener at her house. um, And I don't know what happened. Like, I think she told him something or I told him something. And his answer was like, he only wagwan. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So ever since then, that's been my word. I use wagwan for whatever. For everything, yeah. So that's who's on my repeat. What's up, Gadaoni? Tell us. So on my repeat, I've had the band Lawrence. They have this song called Do You Wanna Do Nothing With Me? Let me tell you, Aww, that song is that's a such a fire band. Bop. I love that song. And then today, I guess because I'm in my feelings, I've been playing um, Dance by Wambura Mitaru because that song just, I feel like I wanted to cry. Shout out Wambu. Hey Wambura, hi Zambu. I feel like that's the song that makes me feel when you want to be sad but happy, you want to smile while you're sad. That's mm-hmm. the song. So if you haven't listened to dance, oh my God, shameless plug for my girl. Eh. But it's really just been on repeat in my life. Mm-hmm. I've been singing it and singing it and loudly and just like it's stuck in my head. So that's what's up. Awesome. So now that you know what we're bumping to, let's go on let's to get the into episode. It. Let's oh. go. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome back. Uh, so today we're going into personalities. Um, the first time I heard about personalities was in university. 
uh, I think it's really important to kind of know yourself in that way. It really helped me um, understand why I act the way I do when it comes to friendships, relationships, and so many other things. So we decided it would be good to look at that from the sibling perspective and see um, why we act the way we do. <laughs> what makes us who we are? Are yeah. they accurate? Are they just kind of um, yeah. not? It might help us out uh, in understanding maybe why we fight the way we do also or how our relationships are different with one another. So we did the 16 personalities test, which was developed um, or it evolved from the Myers-Briggs test. Who even is that? Like I hear about them all the time and I don't even know who the <laughs> hell that is. <laughs> Psychologists. Um, and I think it's two of them, someone Myers and someone Briggs who oh, came okay. up with this uh, test. Mm-hmm. So, or they, they, they came up with the idea behind it and then the test was done separately. So it's, it's, I guess an evolution from that, um, from their, their work. So, had you guys done personality tests before you did this one? Um, yeah, I've done this one before. Um, there's a job that needed me to do it before I went in. Is that even legal? <laughs> You'd be surprised, actually. Listen, though, but also that job was shifty. So I think he just wanted to be like, oh, my God, because the second I finished, he's like, this is exactly what I need in my team. But also my results have changed. I think the trauma from that result, from that one time, had me changing. <laughs> oh my God. That's too interesting. Can you change I've personalities? Actually, <laughs> I think you can. Um, but I've also done a job before where um, they required for me to do some tests along my uh, personality type. But they used a different framework altogether. So there are many frameworks. I think there's Enneagrams. Uh, you can have the four temperaments. That's the one that's most popular or most most known. Temperaments are sanguine, mel, that one. melancholy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, even when I first learned about personalities or temperaments, I learned with those four. Um, but I feel like the assessment that you get from the 16 personalities helps you understand a little bit more. So tell me. Um, did you know any other, did you think of yourself as any type of personality, Shiko? Personally, um, I had never taken this test before. Okay. And I've taken other personality tests mm-hmm. that will tell you like, oh, you're this or you're that or this is, but mine, I think were more based on like work ethic mm-hmm. or like, um, they were more targeted, you know, like tests you mm-hmm. can take to determine like if you work better with people mm-hmm. or if you like working on projects by yourself. Like mm-hmm. it was more school based. So, um, yeah, that was the categories. Mm-hmm. But then I was actually very surprised at how accurate the Myers-Briggs test was for me. Okay, um, that's cool. I can go ahead and get started with my starves okay of who us. i became <laughs> who you are mm-hmm. who you are <laughs> <laughs> who did you um, become do you have any guesses i have I don't know no them, idea so also I because no idea. i don't know yeah i also don't know all 16 okay so from yam from what you tend to say that you are i feel like we're very similar yeah because i'm a campaigner oh. so that's oh, enft okay so Let's uh, tell the people. So it can be E or I, which is extroverted or uh, introverted. introverted. Okay. 
um you can be nos nos which is intuitive or uh i have to figure out the I'm s sure. you can be feeling or judging okay uh and the last one fp fp is no <laughs> sorry guys we're, fake. We're, go- we're very fake so we're going to put a link in in the uh, description notes or the notes of this episode so you can learn more about it and also do the test yourself but yeah um it's either or but you can have like 16 matches out of the, those combinations interesting yeah. so while this i used to be a campaigner really Okay. Well, so let's talk about the campaigner real quick. Um, if I was to give a quick synopsis based on what the website said, it said ca- campaigners are enthusiastic, creative, and sociable, 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 sociable. Hello, English. Hello, please. Okay, enthusiastic, creative, sociable, free spirits who can always find a reason to smile. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That actually does describe you to a T. I feel like it. I feel like it does too. It does. It does. So my extroverted to introverted was um fifty three percent extroverted uh-huh. to forty seven percent introverted. Okay. And it says mm-hmm. that extroverted individuals and en- readily enjoy group activities and value social interaction. They tend to be all outwardly enthusiastic and express their excitement. I feel like that's mm. true. However, that's like how my mind works. Um, the one thing that I found really, um, the one thing I found interesting mm-hmm. on the one that I um, got was mm-hmm. the nature part of things. Um, it was 39% thinking and 61% feeling. And it says feeling individuals value emotional expression and sensitivity. They place a lot of importance on empathy, social harmony, and cooperation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that now is very much so me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't ex- out- outwardly express my emotions for a really long time mm-hmm. in terms of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. However, there are very many other ways that I feel like during my life I've expressed emotion outwardly, whether it's for like passion with sports or like teamwork right. or stuff like that. Not necessarily like vulnerability, but I think that's the one that I'm coming into right okay. now. That's okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's exciting. So usually they'll tell you like other famous uh, campaigners. So let us know who are some campaigners that we would know. Um, my list was kind of all over the place. And I feel like it's accurate to me. But at the same time, I'm like, do I really want it to be accurate to me? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? So some of the famous people that I had were Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Which is the one person that I was like, okay. I see. I Survive. see how. <laughs> I see how um, we're we're the same. And then um, another person was Robin Williams. Okay. Um, Quentin Tarantino. I'm not quite familiar with his personality, though. Quentin mm. Tarantino. Mm. I yeah. guess maybe. I mean, we wouldn't know them really in detail. Maybe from his creative work, so like oh, his yeah, movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, which are really like super graphic and out there yeah russell brand wow oh, wow that one was a little out there i was That's like wild. wow i know so for some of those i don't think you'll like them at all no but maybe it's just because yeah i don't know i got ellen too okay yeah i got ellen that tracks. i got kelly clarkson okay 
And I don't know who this is, but I hope it's not that Korean guy, Kim Namjoon. <laughs> that's Kim. That I don't say his name in case he comes for me. But like, no, that's not the one. That's okay. not the one. <laughs> You're safe. Because I swear, as soon as I saw that, I was like, of course, there would be some fucking weird like killer dude, dictator. No, no, no. no, no. Will Smith. Okay. Which I'm like iffy about. Your um, wife's name. <laughs> but my favorite was um. Hold on. Well, I got Carrie Bradshaw. Okay. Oh, all right. But my favorite was Willy Wonka. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's dope. that's dope. For sure, that's dope. I really like that. It was kind of cool. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Gadani, what was your personality? And you're saying that you've changed. Yeah. So I was a campaigner before okay. the first time I did it. Um, and this time when I got it, I am a Drum entertainer. Surprise. I know it's so wild, but then what it is that the only thing I think that changed is like my percentage, I guess, from like the only thing that changes N to S. Is that like so? Tell us what's what's uh, an entertainer is uh, what ES? So I am an ESFP. Okay. Um, and they are like social, they are the heart of the party extroverted observant feeling prospecting and turbulent wow i'm an ocean thank you <laughs> they love vibrant experiences you're plain yeah. <laughs> huh? you turbulent your wind. excuse me please i want to be the ocean okay okay because the turbulence makes you sick i guess the ocean does too <laughs> you're gonna prepare to be sick of me <laughs> anyway and then in ali so they are eagerly engaging in life and discovering they're known with others Apparently, okay. I am extroverted, 54, 54% extroverted, mm-hmm. um, observant, 51%. I'm 57% feeling, which is weird. I was like, what? And then prospecting, which was my largest like percentage, was 75%. And so is metabulent. So I guess I'm just out here thinking and causing havoc. <laughs> Do you think that's accurate to you? I think it is. So when I found like the breakdown of what the entertainer is, like the type of people who like entertainers are very spontaneous. They're very um, encouraging others. You know, that thing for no, you got this. Don't worry about it. Like they're very passionate about what it is they do. There are certain things I was just like, oh, that's a lie. I'm not like that. So the sensitive to others emotions, that kind of thing. It was. Yeah. But then there are some of them I was just like, mm, I don't know. And who are some of your famous people? I was so excited about this part. I got Marilyn Monroe. Oh my <laughs> God, guys. Listen, listen. So you're happy to be a slut? Yes, I feel my slut. Damn. I'm going to make that. Listen, okay? How you make that money? I'm saying this for all the women out there. How you make your money, okay? Honey. Because there would be no need for sluts if them. <clears throat> Dix wasn't trying to look for holes, okay? That's all I'm saying. Make <laughs> your, your money, honey. Okay? Make your money. Like, if where there's a need, this is a supply-demand issue, okay? I will be Marilyn. Also, I feel like she was very misunderstood, and I just absolutely adore her. The more I learn about her, I adore her. There's Jamie Foxx, um, because there's just something about him 
the thing that okay let me just say all of them first and then i tell you why they excited me miley cyrus is another one and then if you watched bones angela montenegro is also mm. an entertainer and the thing like i picked those ones specifically because adam levin is there but like okay cool but like the thing about these guys that made me very wow about being possibly like them is i feel like they're very out there happy and very like i can be whoever i want to be but i don't know that i live my life that extremely in that space and i'm like wait so what you're saying is i'm not living my best life is that what you're telling me noted so if you <laughs> see me out there in a thong on a stage with my tongue out like miley don't doubt it it's the entertainer in me <laughs> wait do you have any other person on that list There was others that I didn't feel like were that exciting. Like, <laughs> so you curated your lists just yeah, yeah, for I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking of all these people and I'm like, ah, like, Gadani. No, I feel like there track. is 100%. So Elton John, um, Jamie Oliver, Adele, um, Steve Irwin. I absolutely love and my And those people. are all the people that you Adam also Levine. Yeah, these gravitate are people who I like. Towards. Penny from Big Bang Theory, Captain Marvel. And then there was Angela. First, let's have a moment for Penny because yes. Oh no, I'm thinking about the wrong Penny. Which Penny are you thinking, thinking about? about? I'm thinking about the one from our show that got cancelled after two seasons. Oh, the one for Sakia. Yes, Sakia. What is it called? Um, damn it! New beginnings. New uh, yes. Yeah. New beginnings was I a great show. I love that show. It's on it Hulu so now good. on Netflix or something yeah. like that. I, I rewatch it, it every so often. Yeah. Anyway, such a good show. Yeah. Um great. So let me tell you about my personality. I did not do the test again, so I don't have the percentages, but I am what they call an advocate. Um so it's INFJ and it's described as someone with introverted, intuitive, feeling and judging personality traits. Um we tend to approach life with deep thoughtfulness and imagination. Apparently it's also the rarest personality type of all. Ooh, she for it. <laughs> hey diamond. Um, but uh, uh we typically leave a mark on the world. So I mean those are some big shoes to fill. So some of some of the people who are INFJs which is a lot of pressure um but also so inspiring is Let me uh, guess, can I guess, can I guess? Beyoncé. No, Oprah. <laughs> no, Oprah is not listed here but like Martin Luther King. Oh, damn. Bigger hey. shoes. <laughs> right? Nelson Born Mandela. Oh, right? Um I have Dang. on there Mother Teresa. Dang, girl. Ooh. Right? Um Marie Kondo. Hey, that's my that's my babe. That's my babe. Yeah, and she also has changed the world. Days. She literally has. I right? think she has a new show coming out. Yeah. Um and then they have Atticus Finch um from To Kill a Mockingbird would I have been an INFJ. So um I wish I watched um what's the name of this show that everyone had cult following Game of Thrones. Yes, I wish I watched it, but Jon Snow is apparently the same personality. Oh, winter well. game. So good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Winter. Winter is yeah, Lady Gaga is also I an INFJ. Yeah. And uh the other person I had on here from fiction is you remember House? You know how I really used to of love course. House. Yeah. So they had the his best friend uh, oh, James Wilson. Oh, that's um, that makes sense. Was also an INFJ. That makes absolute sense. So I I've known this for a while uh 
I agree with a lot of the assessment. Um, you know, our strengths are that we are creative, insightful, we're principled, um, passionate. There's this feeling of uh, we're altruistic. So this is when you don't want to succeed at another person's expense. Um, and sometimes it can come across, especially like in the workplace, like you're not pushing uh, as much or you don't sabotage someone so you wouldn't go for the thing that you want. Mm. Um, but then on the weaknesses, it also um, means we're sensitive to crit- criticism. Um, and as hard as that is, it's true. I, I think I can get really defensive. Um, Same. <laughs> uh, we can be reluctant to open up. Um, perfectionistic um, and this I saw a lot like in one of my last jobs because my boss used to just be like just let it go just you can't work on it for so many hours yeah but that's not how you work yeah so this is where I used to find conflict with my personality um, rather than spending so much time to get it to the level of perfect that I want it to be. Um, and I think he really helped me in that regard as well to just be like, we can amend as we go. Yeah. But um, the other thing that I found to be so true is that uh, people of this personality are prone to burnout. Uh, because of that perfectionism so you want everything to be absolutely right so you end up overworking and that's also something that i've been sensitive to and uh, working on just to be like it's okay to rest it does not mean laziness um so yeah so that's the infj nice can we talk about how our personality types show up in our workplaces Sure. Career paths, because I found that super interesting in mine. Mm-hmm. You want to start? Um, sure, I'll go ahead. So I'm actually going to read the first paragraph because you guys will understand this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could fly helicopters and be an oceanographer who writes songs and cooks. Campaigners are known to have a wealth of ideas, interests, and hobbies to the extent that they may struggle to fit everything that they care about into their lives. (laughs) (laughs) That is you to a T. That is me to a T. Like, story time. So last year, I went through this identity crisis. I don't know if it's an identity crisis or just me being a campaigner at this moment. (laughs) Um, Because this kind of, like, sums up my behavior. Yeah. But, um... I was in school for my master's in education because I'm a teacher and in order to go to the next pay grade, um, years of experience and education are the only ways you get um, raises, right? So I was like, okay, let me just go ahead and do my master's. But then it had to be a very specific master's of education in order to um, get that next bump, right? Mm. But when... I was in school. I hated every single moment of it. Like, literally every assignment made me feel like the worst student I've ever been in my life. You Mm -hmm. know, just, like, procrastinating, giving my bare minimum. And that's not ever how I was in school, you know? I wasn't an excellent student, Mm -hmm. but I also was not a student who just didn't care about shit, you know? Yeah. So, um... I decided I'm not going to do that. What I always wanted to have my master's in is hospitality and nutrition. So I chose the nutrition pathway and then went to started looking for my master's for that. But then in order to get a master's of nutrition um, or dietetics, I had some prerequisite classes that mm-hmm. I needed to take. Yeah. So I enrolled myself in community college. <laughs> <laughs> 
did and started taking all these prereq classes like psychology and CG, what English and what what in order to get these prerequisites for nutrition. And then while I was taking my prereqs and everything, I was like, oh my gosh, I hate this so much. Mm. But my dream since I was young was to be a dentist. A dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you oh, thought you knew God. it all, Shiko was like, maybe. Maybe at 26, I'm just going to start pursuing From my career yeah, yeah, yeah. in dentistry. It's you know possible. What I mean? It's possible. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about dental school, I would argue that it's almost harder to get into than med, <laughs> med school yeah. because of the amount of schools that do it. There's okay. like way more med schools than there are dental schools. Okay. There's like only one dental school in Georgia. Wow. <laughs> so Snap. here I am thinking that, okay, I'm going to go into this and I'm going to apply to dental school and possibly relocate my family because <laughs> <laughs> I can't live in Atlanta. I have to figure it out. And then I enrolled in community college again, and I'm now taking human anatomy and all these crazy classes. And in my mind, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm working a full-time job Mm. and also taking all these difficult classes Mm -hmm. like chemistry and like biology and human anatomy. And I'm just kind of like, what the hell am I doing with my life? So then I realized, okay, maybe I can't be a dentist. Let me try being a hygienist. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and by the way, this is like in the span of maybe everything was what six months. Six months, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, in like my hygienist thing, I still had prereq classes to take, but then I realized, oh my gosh, Wanjiko, you're like a coach, you're a teacher, you're all these things, and then after school, you're going to a class. I couldn't mm. apply myself the way. I wanted to like I feel like if I wasn't working mm-hmm. I could apply myself and go be a dentist and all that stuff mm. but working a full-time job and then doing all this shit I said this life is not for me mm-hmm. so here I am still teaching anyway who knows what I'll be doing next year <laughs> this was just my they said that sometimes you can't fit all your interests into your life uh-huh. so technically we exceed at everything we put our heads to and Excel. we can find what did I say? Exceed. Exceed. <laughs> English is yeah, struggling right. today. English My is struggling. English is struggling. Una struggle. <laughs> so technically we'll be happy wherever we are and excel at whatever we put our minds to. However, like we always feel like we need to move on to the next thing. Nice. That's so. I guess that would be one thing that you definitely agree with. A hundred percent. Yeah, this is fits you, my life. Sure. This is me. I am it. Cool. Um, you are it. You go for, okay. next. So, um, for the INFJ or the advocates, um, they say we long to find a career that aligns with our values and dreams. Um, something that allows you to fulfill a unique mission in this world. <laughs> so, um. I feel like based on the last transition I had, that was one of my key um, things. I just wanted to feel like I was making a bigger impact in the world or in Mm. people's lives. Mm -hmm. Um, And incidentally, even knowing my personality, I did not think I was falling into that same line. But uh, now that I look at it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is why it makes sense that I was always dissatisfied just like when it comes to crunching numbers or um, maybe just looking at a corporate goal, which is also okay, but I just felt like 
I want to see the impact. And so advocates, uh, they say we also have trouble deciding which job is best for us because there are so many possibilities. Um, but because of this search for purpose, we typically would gravitate towards being counselors, therapists, uh, social workers, teachers, yoga um, instructors and spiritual leaders interesting Not, <laughs> I don't know about spiritual leadership <laughs> oh, start I, an Instagram is this page, your time to right? become a pastor I'm going to start uh, spiritual leading you yes. guys um, but because of the change that I was making in my career I did make a conscious effort to do more teaching and so uh, yeah so now I'm a teacher and I find so much fulfillment in it. I'm the only non-teacher. I'm also a trainer. Um, and I think that kind of immediate response or seeing the the rewards um, of touching someone's life, it really makes me feel like I'm doing meaningful work. Um, oh, they also said that a lot of people in this uh, personality will also be in the healthcare um, industry, so you're looking at like mm. nurses, people who do occupational therapy, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so, so that's, taking care, nurturing. People. Yeah, so um, they also said we're passionate communicators. So typically, you'd be drawn to writing, creating vlogs, blogs. You remember when I had a blog? I remember blogspot. Yeah, um, so long. <laughs> Pursuing careers in fine art, photography. Why remember, did you stop that? I remember I when I was about to ask that exact same question. <laughs> Why did you stop? Oh my God, do you remember she did someone's wedding in like the 2000s? And oh my God. So yeah, I've, I've basically yeah. had every career that an INFJ would have. Other than yoga career. Except, <laughs> yes, except in the yoga career. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, gravitating towards non-profit work, that, that kind of thing. Um, also food apparently is popular with Enaima Baker. Ooh. It's so crazy, like how aligned a, a, aligned a test that doesn't know you can, yeah. <laughs> um, can have like bang on. Um, so I think the thing that carries through all these things is like a sense of mission, um, wanting to do something that uh, helps, helps people. Let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you ever treat it like a horoscope? My personality? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I've okay. known it for a long time. So I I help it. No, not help it. It helps me understand me. So I used it a lot like in my workplace to understand why I was feeling certain types of ways mm. um, about maybe being criticized or my perfectionism. Um, it helped me to kind of adjust some of that um for for better employability (laughs) (laughs) but also um to be able to stand up for myself more because that's the other thing i found um for my personality also the introverted nature i'm i want my work to speak for itself but uh because that is typically my personality but i was determined to be bolder about i have done this this is my impact in the world this is the changes i have made to this industry this is 
how I have changed your organization. Um, mm. So rather than let the work speak, I've become just a little bit more com- confident in saying this is the work I'm doing and it's great work. So even though we're always making jokes about people being narcissists on LinkedIn, for me, that's like my little way of being like, yeah, look, there, there are things, there's, there's impact in the work I do. Um, and it's not just... Uh, waiting for the work to yeah it's not about showing off it's it's about showing and especially now that i'm working more closely with people who are making an impact in their environments in their societies i'm like i'm prouder to shout the work shout out the work that i'm doing because i'm i'm excited to show people what other people are doing as well yeah that's Um, cool yeah, of course, also, it has helped me in my relationships. So I guess in that way, it's kind of horoscopy. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Horoscopy. <laughs> she said horoscopy. She said it's horoscopy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really follow what, horoscopes. What is your star? Are they called stars? What are they called? Sign. sign. What's your sign? INFP. What is your sign? INFP. Was I right? INFJ. Oh, it's J. Don't call it a sign. It's not a sign. But that's personality not a sign. That's type. a personality type. No, so, I'm just saying in, if it's a horoscopy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, the... Yeah. I feel like in understanding who I am in a relationship, I did read a lot about how uh, an INFJ appears in, in a relationship. So, um... It's difficult. There's a lot of self-work needed there. Um, it can be hard to think of yourself in that way. But um, we're seen to be very choosy and unrealistic where relationships are concerned. I guess maybe in line with that perfectionism. So I think maybe especially in my last relationship, I was more sensitive to that and I was less, um, how do you say, gung-ho about what I want and this must be this way for it to be right. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't get me very far, but still. <laughs> but wow, I rude. was I was aware that um, I'm typically a perfectionist, or I w- expect I want more out of my relationship and alignedness where spirituality is concerned, and that is an ideal, but it might not always be realistic. So, yeah, in that sense, basically, I use it for self work. Yeah, got it, Kathani. Mm-hmm. Um, so my career path for my thing is we make brilliant medical professionals, EMTs, nurses, but also like Nyam, I guess, completely music, fashion, photography, because the idea is we're very good on picking people's emotions and feeding. Like we know how to make everything better. Basically, we suck in all the bad and then we're like, you know how care bears have that thing that's springs out of their chest and makes everything better yes like the rainbow the you hats. don't know about care bears that is before my time wow gen z wow no, <laughs> it's but for sure not before your time but yeah so that's no i swear it's be- it is before it's before time. my time really? i don't know what a care bear is. is okay like in my time wow. we had american doll we had um no. what are those baby dolls the ones that you can feed and they cry and they all do okay all oh, it's like stuff. a cartoon care bears so is like a, a cartoon is a show oh okay <laughs> It's not, yeah, it's not an bear. actual bear. It's like a show. It's uh, but like, I think you have proved your wow. point. You have proven your point. Yes. Um, okay. But entertainers <laughs> in the workplace, 
um, prefer freedom. So for me, this was very interesting because especially like all of the work I do now, um, they said that they are the best, like there's the best, they're the best personality, like the personality type to have in a dynamic, hectic work environment. Mm -hmm. And they thrive on new ideas and hate repetitive, strict defined tasks, which makes sense because I remember like I worked at the airport for a while and I felt like I was basically suffocating. Mm. It's like life was genuinely being drained out of me because I knew exactly what I needed to do, how I needed to do it, when I needed to do it. And there was no, like when I feel like I'm not using my brain in the car, like in the workspace, I'm just like, so do you want to get a machine to replace me? Because really this is not necessary. Mm. And as long as they have leeway to apply creative style, we're very chill. So we're very creative when it comes to different workspaces. But then I guess that becomes a problem in workspaces because not everyone's like, sure, what was that idea that you had? Mm-hmm. And they are, when in a subordinate position, this was very interesting to me, they value freedom and independence far more than safety and security. So Say that again. They value freedom and independence far more than safety and security. So they'd rather be at a job that pays less but allows them that thing of, I believe in you to do this. This is your mm, responsibility to do what you need to do. So it's that thing of under micromanaging, we can't. Like mm. you can take me to, I'll be the CEO of something. But if someone's checking every two seconds what I'm doing, I'd rather go and become like a janitor, you know, <laughs> right. maybe not that extreme. But like if you let me clean the rooms how I want and just be happy there, that is more important for the entertainer. And I absolutely see how that works when I think about like my work and everything like the second I'm unable to use my brain mm-hmm. I can feel how tense I become and very just oh, okay fine whatever what do you want done I don't care you know that feeling of just like okay it doesn't matter like where am I here because clearly there's no need for me to I'm be here needed, yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah I'm not needed my brain is not needed and that was very interesting now on feedback <laughs> We we like to get honest feedback, mm-hmm. but then if we feel like it's like attacking, if it comes from an honest place, mm-hmm. then the criticism is okay. But if it feels like it's not coming from an honest place, mm-hmm. then there's that sensitivity, especially for turbulent ones. I'm not sure if I'm a turbulent one. I think I was, right? It was at 75%. I'm a turbulent one. It's you get defensive and easily upset. So mm. I feel like that's one of the things where... Whoa. Oh my gosh. You're telling me such new information. Yeah, yeah but I think it also <laughs> helps how people then communicate to them because it becomes a thing of, in the same way, like for sanguines and whatever other personality, or, you know, like when it comes to love languages, whatever, quality time, I think how it's communicated makes a difference because the second they feel like it's coming from a place of attack other than you're helping... Mm. then it's just like fuck you i don't need Um, you yeah yeah i don't need you because what you're doing is attacking me Mm -hmm. you're not giving me a criticism that's helpful so the second which is very interesting right so the second i feel like oh you're coming at me i'm just like okay fuck you and then i shut down this is literally what chico was saying in the episode about sister relationships that she's had to learn about talking to you Mm. or letting you know yeah gathani is our most likely to shut down uh, sibling so we we are also it's funny that it would be 
in that as well yeah um because that also and this is the thing i was saying then the personality test kind of helps you to even tell people i prefer if you give me honest feedback but yeah. not from an attacking point of view true yeah. but sometimes you know that's the thing i've had places where if you're like this is how i need you to talk to me it's just like but this is how i communicate and it's like i understand that but if you don't it's weird it feels like then that's language is also be, for Galoni, because at the end of the day like people should be accommodating to how you, you communicate mm. and especially as a teacher like what if i just came into the class and i was like this is how i teach people mm. have different teaching styles i might try things on a board and one student or two students or even five will get it just by me writing it on the mm. board but i have to accommodate everyone mm. and maybe if it's showing a video or maybe drawing a picture or maybe like going to their side and showing them how to communicate is how mm. we get things accomplished and make sure everything is done so even as a boss if you have a boss who ever tells you like um this is how i communicate then that's an asshole honestly <laughs> like what the but hell? also it like, could be their be personality able... type yeah, but you know that personality... thing for like what your personality types weaknesses are if you're not aware of it then also for them it could be that is what it is that is a good thing or whatever it is for but that's a lack of self-awareness we all True, have yes. 100% we all have different and i know like when i'm talking sometimes i can come across as very like direct and very aggressive and very whatever but mm. you have to understand that not everyone will receive that mm. in a positive way regardless of how you feel like you're approaching the situation so you got to be able to flexible and be moldy <laughs> be moldy, I don't know about moldy, moldy like, like moldy like <laughs> pliable okay okay moldy more than three fine yeah and then um entertainers are really good at organizing events and activities outside the workplace which is interesting because where i work now i do a lot of event things so i think mm. it gives me some form of uh comfort mm-hmm. no in knowing that i'm doing the right thing as well so it's not that thing of just like you are thrown in that space and it's yeah. also interesting that you can see people who see you or see it in you and try and pull it out of you before you see it in yourself you know what i just thought about kadoni mm-hmm. you know those people who are like oh i'm sorry i'm talking to you like this i'm just a scorpio no <laughs> like you're a fucking are you bitch. horoscopy are you kidding me like are you, that's okay, what let's that boss are you of horoscopy me about stuff me about today english is struggling that's what that boss or whatever your person who's saying to just my personality yeah. made me think about because people like to blame world circumstances or how they were raised or this that and the other on how they behave especially when it comes to treating people mm-hmm. however i feel like that is bullshit Like I the way you were now, raised, the way you were raised definitely 100% has a lot to do with how your personality is and how you approach different tasks and how cautious you are with money or how this that and the other but when it comes to treating people I'm sorry bullshit. True, but now I think part of my entertainer thing is in the need to make people happy and because they say we're very observant in people's like if you walk into the office and one of the moods is off you feel like it's your task to fix it i think in that sense then i'm more um not sensitive but more it's okay that's the type of person they are entertainers would adjust to whoever it is you know what i mean so this helped me understand that even if i feel like okay you're not going to change this is who you are then i understand that for me to be happy in this environment or to exist in this environment this is what i have to do so if this remains a constant and this is going to be what it is that's fine let it be but now for me it's how do i make this not affect me so then i end up making changes that would make it that now that 
version of if it means not working closer to them so that there's less criticism so that then I'm not in that space of anger all the time because like if I feel like I'm being attacked then I know I'm angry so how do I fix that and I think that's what I learned based on what it is I'm reading about being the entertainer that's very a part of who I am in the workplace and I'm not saying it's right necessarily yes you can fix it or whatever but also as the entertainer I'm like how do we stay happy <laughs> do I have to adjust? Great. I'll adjust. If you're not mm-hmm. going to do it, I'm going to do it because I want smiles in the office. So, well, that's great. You're an asshole. I think so, but I want to smile. So, I'm going to go outside and drink my juice. Who wants to come drink with juice with me? Woo! Like that, basically. Um, So, in that sense, there's few personality types better at preventing conflict and uh, encouraging relaxed, enjoyable workspaces. It's just like a part of innately who entertainers are. Mm. and they make as leaders so if like i was in a management position it would be they make their teams relax and then it makes them it makes it easier for their teams to think on their feet and inspire leadership from their team members because it's that thing of i believe in you you can do it do you think you can do it no you can't do it if you feel like you can't do it come to me but i think you can do it so then it makes that team feel like i can do it you know, you know? what's so crazy is i think you're like that but not only in the workplace i think you're very encouraging true um so it was that was a thing across but it's very interesting to see it in the workplace as well mm, yeah yeah because i can tell gavani i'm thinking about something but i'm not sure i don't know if i can do it and she'll be like but of course you can do it what do you mean <laughs> you have to do it in fact what is stopping you what has ever stopped you in the world you know yeah but um, i felt like before honestly it didn't feel like something that was a strong thing in the workplace it's not something that's celebrated in the workplace mm-hmm. because in the workplace in like subordination is important so if you are not the boss do what the boss says don't come up with ideas don't do this like that is not a space necessarily that um in your workplace not in my workplace specifically i haven't seen workplaces where that is ex- it's it's a, it's a kenyan thing cultural. it's a cultural thing okay. so it's not like a specific actually if but. i've had a lot of benefit in a lot of the workplaces where i'll have like bosses who'd allow me to do like now for example when i was saying i'm being allowed to do events which wasn't where i was originally but i guess someone so it looks like you can fit in this come and do it even though it wasn't necessarily comfortable for me but you need to be able to have bosses like that and it's not always a thing that happens you don't mm-hmm. always get the person who will be like i know this is your strength come out and do this right mm-hmm. so i feel like in that sense most workplaces are not like you know for us i feel like it's cultural where you feel like if this person comes up with better ideas and they are my subordinate then they're replacing me and that's threatening and it's not necessarily like entertainers just out here like are we smiling yay who cares what happens after that so for me it's interesting that one it's a celebrated thing and two it makes sense why sometimes i'm just like i don't care how much money you're paying me if i can't breathe in your office i can leave you know mm. because i didn't think that was a personality type but it makes me understand like i'm just like oh i'm not crazy where people like this in the world there's people like me who are just like i'd rather be free mm. did you guys find anything that you disagreed with based on your personality and what it said that you should reflect personally i didn't really find that mm-hmm. um i thought it was very accurate to who i am i did Go just ahead. one thing it said i'm fashionable <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
So I'm just like let me let me show, let me read exactly what said. They have a strong aesthetic um for home grooming and outfits. They have an eye for fashion. Um they are not afraid to change their surroundings to reflect Ooh. their personal style. Damn. Oh corona. Corona. Guys. Wow. <laughs> so corona's asleep and she just farted. <laughs> <laughs> what is oh my god oh my god that is so intense oh my god and she's so cute and still so asleep oh, damn. this child is special oh, i no. have tears in me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it hit you first i was like what's going no. on over there and then it hit me i was like damn damn shawty and she's so cute you should see how cute she looks just sleeping anyway yeah. But yeah, so the fashion and home thing. Fashion and home because I am the one person who like my sisters walk into a room and they're like, "Okay, so we'll put a chair there. The chair will be red, but the cushions will be orange with a splash of green. And then that wall, you see that wall, it's going to be yellow, but not mustard yellow. It's going to be sunshine yellow. And then the curtains will have teal." But only when the sun hits them. When the <laughs> sun is dark, it's going to look like gray. And I'll just be like, I'm so happy. By that and description, we, put... we can see your weakness. Yeah, oh, and I'm just like, I'm just like, like um, red, orange, teal. <laughs> bro, listen, colors. But I'll just be like, we can hang up. What do you have? Do you have a bed sheet? Let's put it up. I don't care. That kind of thing. I don't get attached to spaces. Clothes for a long time. I'm trying to figure out my fashion sense now. Like, I'm being more intentional in picking out my clothes. But for a long time, I guess also it's because I was very big for a long time. So my clothes were a function of just need to wear something that covers your nakedness. If it's a dark color, preferable, because then no one will comment on your weight. You know what I mean? So it wasn't a thing on like, it wasn't anything like um, fashionable. I wasn't trying to be fashionable. I was trying to not be naked so but but i think that that is a different issue because i do actually think you are fashionable like your your clothes choices i think now i'm getting into it but i didn't think it was a thing that is and even like houses i think i'm getting into it where i'll see something and be like oh my god it's cute but i don't think it's innately something that is me necessarily i hear you and then um it says the Entertainers are poor planners, which makes them live beyond their means. And I'm just like, for some, maybe this is more how we were brought up. This I'm always like, I will save all the money in the world. I live below what I can afford because I mean, I live way below. You know, sometimes I'm just like, it's okay to buy yourself chocolate. It's okay. It's fine. Whereas, like, I think it's more how we were brought up. Maybe. Or just how I've seen the world where I'm just like, you must always have money to save. Mm. So that thing for poor planning, I'm like, no friend, please. I am going to plan all of my life from Mm. start to finish. I must. And then they say leaping on at opportunities other than planning out long-term goals. I'm also not necessarily a leaper. But also that might be something to do with my trauma personally. You know, it's not necessarily my personality where I'll be like, Sometimes I even overstay, but I think that's more personal than something for entertainers. So for me, I'm not a, oh, look, new opportunity, let's go. I'll be like, "Mm." so if I go, 
Who will, yeah. How will I parent? What if in three months this thing is not there? How will that work for me? And so it almost to a point my planning and pre-planning stagnates me because I'm so afraid to do anything. So that's very anti-entertainer. Mm. Which is why in the beginning when I was saying, when I look at the people who are the personalities behind entertainers, I'm like, oh, so that's what I should be doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because mm. every time I see Jim Fox, I'm like, yes, live your life. And I'm like, oh, wait, I should be living my life that way in the mm. same sense. So... So the thing I think about personalities is it's not always to a T. There are some things that might not be um, entirely so. And there are many other factors, of course. The way we act is not purely our personality or our temperament. There are other things in terms of how you grew up, the culture. Uh, I imagine an INFJ in Africa is very different from an INFJ in the States just based on cultural uh issues maybe even racial issues even if it's uh two in the same country but as well there's things like birth order yeah so maybe when you're when you're an infj or an entertainer who's a firstborn you might have those traits that you're talking about in terms of more plan oriented um, but that's just because of how you are brought up or what you felt you needed to do based on how you are your birth order basically um so i think these are usually more suggestive rather than concrete but i think it's important to kind of know where things fall so that you can the thing that i agreed the most with about um, my analysis is um, to the to the rest of the world I can seem quiet and reserved, but I come alive with my friends and my family. Yeah. Um, and so there are many people who will be like, I didn't know you're such a comedian, but it's because they met me in a place where I was with my comfort yeah. squad. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing that's overarching, overarching. Uncle Wish. Hey, don't ask me. So I have a question because you brought it up. Um, do you think that where you're born, your birth position Mm -hmm. affects your personality types? Like, do you think it actually plays a role in what type of personality you have? I wouldn't say it has a role in the type, but I feel like it adds to um there's lots of studies i think we also found some literature on studies that have been done on if your birth order affects your personality yeah so it can be the case but uh there's a whole other birth effect theory that is separate from personalities so in my case i feel like because i'm the firstborn i am more cautious more anxious, um, more driven to make the parents happy, uh, to to be on the straight and narrow. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that formed my personality because I would say Shiko, while being a lastborn, is also technically a firstborn. So right. yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Like for me, it was really different because um, like we mentioned in a previous episode, um, I grew up a lot alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so as much as I have sisters and siblings and everything, I almost was like a firstborn, mm-hmm. but then yeah. also very mature firstborn because um, 
I had older sisters, you know what I mean? Yeah. So everyone, even at work right now, when I tell them my age, they're like, holy shit, I thought you were like 35, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> With a baby face, because I look 12. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because um, of just how I carry myself and mm. the conversations I'll have mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but I don't think my personality... Well, you know what? My personality type also... Mm, I've always had it (laughs) (laughs) like i think back to the days of like middle school and like high school and like elementary or whatever primary school um where i've always been that outgoing campaigner personality bringing people together so for me i remember it in you earlier i always say i remember there's a time i don't know what we're doing at one of your schools and there was a group of kids who were like i'm going to the slides and you watch them walk away and someone's like shiko are you coming and you're like, no, I'm going to the swings. And the whole group, yeah. apart from the one who wanted to go to the slides, turned Damn. and went straight. She, she was just like, yeah, you guys have fun at your slides. I'm going to be over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't need you to come with me. If you want to go to the slide, that's great. Go do your thing. But I'm going yeah. to be over there. And they all just turned. But in the other way, like turning it around, I also feel like growing up and spending so much time by myself mm-hmm. has allowed me to accept that side of myself mm-hmm. right i was alone swinging on the swings yeah. in the playground <laughs> anyway so like if you guys want to hang out there and don't want to come it's cool it's cool i'm yeah. gonna do what i want to do yeah. and you guys can come and you cannot either way it's true i'm down. not affected you know yeah. and yeah. i only think it's like now that i'm older and everything and you start to have like your anxieties and stuff that mm-hmm. you tend to suppress certain parts of your personality but i feel like in last year and even this year I'm kind of making a conscious effort to just be more of myself like I was when I was younger, mm-hmm. putting away all the crazy what the world will receive you as. Because I feel like the older you get, there's more pressure to act a certain way or like be yeah. a certain person because people will think you're arrogant. People will think you're too confident. People will think you're a bitch. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm coming to the point where it's okay to be Fuck them, folks. happy at your accomplishments just like you said or like flexing on linkedin on all the things that you did Mm -hmm. without it coming from a place of like i'm better than you Mm because that's not where it's coming from exactly yeah it's just i I need to celebrate myself exactly that's true yeah Mm -hmm. so i think it was for me the article that we got for um birth order birth order Mm -hmm. is that what it is birth order birth order I think it was interesting that they also were like the second or middle child is what they were saying it as is more emotionally independent and they are the peacemakers and are used to sharing from the start. And then they also were like stubborn, rebellious, independent and able to take a lot of punishment. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, hello, my childhood straight because I feel like stubborn, rebellious, well, stubborn and rebellious have been words used for like my parents to me it's like mm-hmm. she's stubborn she's since rebellious you existed. Mm-hmm. she's yeah since i existed i have been the stubborn rebellious and i'm just like mm-hmm. and but it's actually independence people thank you very much <laughs> and it will take a lot of punishment because again because i was in a space where i'm like i'll do what i want anyway it ends up being like almost your being wrong or not listening to parents but it's like guys you guys are living your life it's okay i will take the punishment at the end but I'll have done the thing I was doing because I'm not going to live a boring life because you guys <laughs> so I guess, don't want me to do a thing. Yeah. So it was interesting for me that even in the bath order thing, 
there's a bit of truth to the middle childness of myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess our birth order really does affect it does. how it we does. view our personalities. It does. It yeah. does. So I think um, this is the thing that I guess we're encouraging people to do is to learn more about their personalities, their birth orders. There's a really good book, um, but it's by a Christian psychologist called Kevin Lehman. It's called The Birth Order. Um in that time when I worked in Christian publishing, I used to know all these books. Hey, like, you've lived uh, so many lives. Or all <laughs> of the lives. All of the lives. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it kind of breaks down what firstborns are like, secondborns. And even though they're generalizations, there's also a guy I follow on Instagram who has three kids and he acts out like different scenarios as his three children. I've seen that guy. <laughs> Firstborn. This is the secondborn. Firstborn being given a bowl of cereal. Thanks, mom. Secondborn being given a bowl of cereal. Being like, um, why are we eating Fruit Loops? Thirdborn being like, I asked for eggs and throwing the thing off the table. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so figuring out how those things affect how you view life. Um, and even in that article, they were saying it can. there are very many things that affect why we act the way we do. Whether you're born in poverty, in wealth um so many factors so if you can know just some of the things i think the goal here is emotional awareness um and maturity because then you stop blaming other people for things that are going wrong in your life or you are able to take responsibility for the the way you are in certain situations and how you could have contributed to the shittiness of it all or how great it went yeah so um yeah you guys should also do this test Yeah, absolutely we encourage it and we would love to also know how it goes yeah um hit us up in the instagrams in the twitters in the tiktoks in the all of them everywhere and also we didn't have enough time but it also tells you about your romantic relationships friendships parenthood like what type of parent you'd be so make sure you check it out and then maybe you'll find out why you're the fun parent or why you're that parent exactly why you struggle with disciplining <laughs> your kids yeah exactly. or why you over discipline them exactly, or whatever it is that yeah. would help you see what it's like yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and we'd love to hear from you what you disagree with too uh-huh yeah send us the dms send us the dms and also on our social media we have an email address if you feel like you want to write a whole prose and tell us about your life we're here we'll read it we'll say wow the entertainer, of course, is the one who's being like, tell me your feelings. <laughs> tell them where they can email you then. Um, Our email address is okkiasi at gmail.com. Or you could go to our Instagram at okkiasi. There's going to be a huge fun button that says contact email. I click on it. It will just pop up your email address. You can type to your heart's content. And boom, we gonna get it. And if you've listened thus far, we must be doing something, right? So go ahead and give us a subscribe in the app store yes, or wherever please. it is that you listen to your podcast. Five stars. A like and a rating really goes a long way in the podcasting world. So mm-hmm. we would really, really love that. And yeah, that's what we got for y'all this week. Also, if you want to give us a gift, we're not going to say no. Um, on our link tree, you will find a give us a gift type situation 
we're not asking for money but also if you want to we're not going to limit you so we out here buy me a coffee i've just found out guys listen i just found out you don't have to give but i'm going to pass the tray around it's because yeah because you know like i just found out i'm fashionable and you know um also i found out i can't use my money to buy chocolate so i need your money to buy my chocolate i'm just playing but yeah anyway so hiya like always i'm shiko i'm yam i'm gadani and this has been okay Okay, kiasi see you next week Bye. bye